0: I'm Kennedy. And I'm Tara. We are Mamas with Trauma and
1: Unpopular Opinions. We would like to provide a trigger warning as there will be mentions of trauma in many forms. We are not licensed therapists and cannot provide professional advice. However, we can relate and provide our own personal experiences and lessons that we have learned along the way.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. Welcome back. Sorry for the little break that we had, but Easter stuck up on us, so... Well, yeah, we just, I think we just both got busy, like it was a busy week. And then with the long weekend and whatnot, it just like, wasn't kind of like feasible for me. Like I wanted to make it a priority to like spend time with family and stuff.
1: Yeah. that's what, that's what the weekend was about. So I'm sure
0: everyone understands. So yeah. So we took a little bit of a break, but we are back. Yes. And refreshed and, and feeling, feeling <laughs> ready for this. <laughs> feeling ready. Yeah. About, uh, we'll be chatting about breastfeeding. All things breastfeeding and just, I guess, feeding your baby in general in terms yeah. of like, you know, the, the stage of like milk, I guess, whether you're not you're breastfeeding your breastfeeding or formula, whatever.
1: Yeah. Uh, but so, before we get into that,
0: so yeah. how have you been? Well, it's been a while since we chatted. We've kind of chatted here and there. Yeah. But I've been like pretty busy. Um I don't remember what I did like the weekend before. Honestly, it feels like a lifetime ago. But I know this past weekend for Easter, I had family come down like my sister Renee, my dad and my sister's husband. His kids and my niece were all here. <laughs> Yeah. So it was a full house um, and Brandon played in like a local hockey tournament um, and there's a bunch of activities going on. So anyways, we were we were busy, but like good busy. We had a lot of fun and spent some good time, you know, outside with family. And my sister was such a major help. I got to sleep in every day for four days. It was so nice. Oh, that's so awesome. Oh, it was so nice. She would just wake up and go and get up. I didn't even have to like get up. Like it was so oh. nice. yeah that's really nice it was like so needed and she just like did you know did a lot and when I was like can you just like move back here please like this is so nice yeah having like having your you know the extra help um yeah
1: well especially with someone that you like wholeheartedly completely trust oh yeah
0: like no doubt like I don't Mm -hmm. I don't like flinch or anything you know so and even like one of the days we had to me and Brandon went to the rink um Mm and then we ended up wanting to stay so i called her and she was like yeah like you want me to get Abby down for her nap you want me to do this You want me to do that like stay like take your time mm-hmm. i was like okay so we like got to hang out with friends it was like weird but like nice yeah and like needed i um, bet it probably was some good time to like reset almost yeah so just like okay like i could do this you know especially with someone like you said i trust so that's why i was like oh i wish like you were closer you know yeah um but i just i take advantage of like when she's here <laughs> Yeah, well, um, and this week I'm traveling to Halifax cause I need to go to the IWK for, um, a post op for, from my eye surgery. So yeah. me and Megan and Evie are taking a trip there and we get to see Kennedy and junior Yay! and the baby cause they're happened to just be there the same time we are literally like I, I
1: cannot even believe because we were trying to figure out how we were going to record this week because Tara was going away and I was going away. And then I was like, wait, hold on. You're going to Halifax. You're like, I'm wait, going what to day? Halifax. <laughs> yeah. So I tried to iron out the details that, but we are going to be in Halifax the same day. So awesome.
0: it's awesome. I'm so excited. It's going to be super excited. fun to get the babies together. I know since they haven't seen each other since Christmas. It's Christmas, like New Year's weekend. Yeah. So it's been a few months. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what's been going on with you? Um, I don't really remember
1: either. Like, what's been going on on my end, of, really, because <laughs> it's been so crazy the last little bit. Um, we did have so we're all finally completely settled in our house, which is exciting. Um, there's still mm-hmm. like the few odd boxes around, but there's no rush to go through them. We're like, okay, yeah. we have all the stuff we need right now. We'll deal with that later. The weekend like before, we had like a small family housewarming party, just so everyone kind of got their urge to visit out of their system. It was really nice to get everyone together. And Peter's father and your mom came mm-hmm. from Moncton. They brought... And, and Ava too, right? And Ava, yeah. They brought Ava. So Ava yeah. was here and she got to see our house. And it was really nice to see them and spend some time with them. It's been overdue. So that was really nice. And then during the week, it was kind of busy. Peter went back to work. So he started with the babysitter and... I uh, mm. had some anxiety about it at first, but he's been he's been doing pretty good and my aunt's really good with him So, um,
0: it's been it's a, bl- been, it's a blessing that like you have someone that you trust and that is like, yeah you know. Well,
1: initially I was a little nervous just because um, you know Everyone kind of makes their jokes of like, oh, you're gonna watch Cocoa melon and you're gonna eat You're gonna drink coffee and drink pepsi. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. 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 Like, you're like, oh, oh my god, please don't so I was really grateful actually though that she came here and she's been like she's been really good with them. Like she's been like following his nap schedule and all of that. And um he's been sleeping in his crib. Knock on wood. I shouldn't have said anything, because mm. every time I say something, he decides not to. We only had like one really bad night this week. So again, I have to
0: knock on some wood. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like it's that's just what it is. Like Evie has been in her crib since she was six or seven months and we still have nights like last night and the night before, I think. Mm-hmm. Um she had a hard go. So like Mm -hmm. there's just it's just what it is because you don't know right like they can't really talk they can't tell you it could be like they have a stomach cramp or like yeah and they can't communicate it yeah
1: yeah so we've been we've been working on it and he's been doing pretty good he's had a couple nights where he's like slept through the night in the crib which has been really good because like me and peter kind of have our bed back and yeah yeah it's been really nice so that's been nice and then this past weekend was nice we saw a lot of family we had a really good time actually we celebrated the baby's second easter easter bunny went a little
0: <laughs> overboard as her usual for me um, <laughs> yeah you're it's so funny because like we're so, we're so opposites <laughs> in that sense like i'm like i'm like i'm not that mom and like sometimes i'm like envious i don't know i don't know if it's just me like i'm just so ch- i'm so cheap i don't know in the past few years i've become so cheap and like i didn't get every anything like
1: i got her nothing <laughs> oh my god and then there's me on the other hand i fucking went nuts
0: I'm so bad I'm like even Christmas I think I got her like two or three things I was like no like she's like however months old like whatever next year she'll maybe get like four things like I'm so yeah But, it's like, I also
1: understand it, though, because, like, the age they're at, they're not going to remember anyway, so it's, like, even all the effort that I did put into it, like, he's not going to remember it, but I'm going to remember it, you know what I mean? So, like, I think it's a whole other issue for
0: me. Yeah, it, it definitely is something probably that you're just, like, you were lacking, so you're making up for, mm-hmm. you know? But it's yeah. funny that I, I'm not doing that, I don't know. yeah. Well, like, I also try
1: to be mindful about the stuff that I got because I don't want to get him anything that, like, he already has. But he did need new clothes because he's outgrowing a lot of his clothes because he's getting so, so big.
0: Mm, I Um, can imagine.
1: Yeah, he's a big boy. Um, but it was really nice and we spent some downtime. and Peter's sister stayed over Saturday night. So she was here Easter morning. So that was really nice. Oh, fun. Yeah. So it was, we had a good time. I, I had my first day with the baby cause Peter, um, had work on Monday and I did not. So okay. oh, I had my first day holiday. alone. Oh. Yeah. I had my first day alone with the baby since maternity, since I stopped maternity leave pretty much. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, like first how day. How was it? It was good. I missed it. And he missed, I, I didn't realize how much he missed me. We were just sitting on the couch and snuggling. It was pretty cute. Oh, yeah, and then that's fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been pretty good. Pretty busy. Busy. Though. Yeah. It's yeah.
0: Pretty,
1: life. <laughs> yeah, pretty usual for us. So I'm like, I can't even tell you how excited I am to see
0: you guys though. Oh my god, I know. And it just it's not long, but at least like we have that time. Like even if it's a few hours, like at least we get yeah. to see each other. You know what I mean? Like it's better than like no time at all. So yeah,
1: literally better than not seeing each other again for like six yes. months.
0: Who knows when...
1: The stars will align perfectly again.
0: No, exactly. And it may not be until, like, summertime. Yeah, that's what I figure.
1: Like, who knows? Yeah, like, because even before christmas we hadn't seen you since the wedding yeah and then we saw you at christmas so that's like six months and oh two. my god
0: it's been like six months six months six months it's just because of like us having babies now i mean it's just what it is right well, yeah, it's hard it's, to
1: yeah it's literally just the reality of being a mom and how yeah to travel with a baby but that's a whole other conversation
0: well yeah like before prior to baby you guys were in moncton often staying at like my stepdad and mom's mm-hmm. um and yeah, like we were there often and we would all get together because we had no babies. <laughs> yeah, literally. And we were like, so, and
1: sometimes I feel we were even like, oh, like because people would always tell Renee she was so tough for traveling with the kids. And we were like, yeah, whatever. Like, they're yeah,
0: yeah. well, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now you're like, now we're like, Oof. holy fuck. <laughs> the shit was, uh, yeah. yeah, so I, I can get, I understand it now when people say that it's not like easy to travel with kids. Yeah. anyways yeah so um yeah let's get into our conversation today about breastfeeding um yeah you can start off because you're started before mine so yeah um so
1: i had when i was pregnant i fully intended to breastfeed i had nothing against any way that people choose to feed their babies Mm -hmm. I, i wanted to try breastfeeding i wanted to give it my best go and i did so he was born and he latched right away but he had some issues latching and he was a lazy nurse in the hospital so that really affected it so and he also had issues with the sugar cuz i had prediabetes in my pregnancy because well towards the end of my pregnancy to maintain my blood pressure and it affected his ability to regulate his blood sugar mm-hmm. so we had they told me i think maybe 12 hours, 6 hours after he, like, between 6 and 12 hours after he was born. Okay, we have to supplement because his sugars are low. Mm. And I was like, okay. And they're like, well, do you want to do formula? Or you can do, like, donor breast milk. And I was like, I'd rather do donor breast milk because, like, I don't want to introduce formula yet because it might deter him from wanting to breastfeed. Mm. So then we started, um, and we didn't. So I thought nipple confusion was a thing. So I didn't introduce a bottle when we were feeding him. And
0: we Okay, I'm sorry, but can we just... (laughs) <laughs> Can we just, like talk about how some medical professionals will say that mm-hmm. that that's a thing? and it's not. It's I'm sorry, not. but like, it's, it's totally not. not so uh, anyone listening out there, I find like a lot of medical professionals really hammered in about breastfeeding and breastfeeding and, mm-hmm. don't, and, and don't introduce interested. a bottle right away yeah. and wait and, and same thing about like um, soothers and blah 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 and getting confused like don't just listen yeah. to your, your intuition and do what's best like don't yeah. anyways sorry I just had to yeah. like comment on that. <laughs> yeah and the worst part was is i believed them so i was like you're right
1: like i don't want to you know i don't want him to get confused i don't want him to have a bottle and not want me so i said we opted for the syringe which ended up being worse because Mm -hmm. he learned he didn't have to work for milk
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that was pretty devastating. And I think I already mentioned the story because like my milk hadn't come in till like five days after I had the baby. And then the first, so that was the first day home that my milk mm. And my boobs were friggin' solid. He wouldn't latch and he wouldn't stay on and he was hungry. And I remember mm. I couldn't figure out my manual pump and I was like hysterical because I was like, I can't feed my baby. And my mom was like, oh my God, don't worry about it. And my aunt Lindsay came over and she was like, I love my aunt Lindsay. She breastfed all of her kids and she came in and she's like, oh my God, Like all of my kids just latched and I was like, okay, then get away from me because I
0: (laughs) Yeah, really.
1: I can't deal with this. But she was really helpful. She actually was really helpful. You know, she offered like the different tex- techniques because she is a nurse too. So she was trying to help me. And then when we quickly realized he was t- like he like he would get on and then he would fall asleep. So he just wasn't staying on long okay to a feed. So they went to get a pump, and she bought me my pump, and I was really grateful. And this is like the truest form of love I've ever fucking witnessed in my life. Because Peter went and he read the instructions for the manual pump, and he came in. He put the pu- like the pump. To my boob and he just started pumping like
0: oh my gosh that's literally what you have to do with it with the manual pump well that's what
1: he like that's what he had to do because i was like really hysterical and i couldn't figure it out but you have
0: to you have to pump yourself
1: yeah you have to like it's it's got like a handle that you pump
0: oh my gosh that's not so he like put it
1: into my boob and he it, like in and in the like in the cup from like your pump there can be like no air okay it's not getting like it's not going to get anything so he literally had my boob in one hand the pump on the other yeah was, like, yeah there and he's pumping for me and, like, <laughs> just, like, he pumped like five, over five ounces of like the the yellow like golden milk so I'm yeah yeah very grateful for that my mm-hmm. mom said she almost brought formula home because she was like well she has to feed her baby and i said if you brought the formula home i probably would have threw it at your head like, because, well, <laughs> because it was not in any place to be like not that there's anything wrong with it no it's just where you were
0: in your season wanting was- to breastfeed yeah yeah. like
1: i was very adamantly wanting to breastfeed so then i realized okay well if he's not gonna latch i'm at least giving him pumped breast milk yeah which started our pumping journey hmm. I pumped for three months. So you were basically stuck to a wall for three months. So I was basically stuck to the wall. I was still getting up every three hours regardless, even if the baby was asleep. To pump. To pump. And then, like, I was just, and it and it became, like, almost, like, obsessive for me. I was literally, mm. like, every three hours I had an alarm. It was get up, pump put your milk away, rotate the milk that's in the fridge. I had a whole system and I was like obsessively keeping track of like the numbers and how much I had, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, At one point I had like 200 ounces of milk in the freezer. Jeez girl. Because I had such an overproduction.
0: That okay. Point, because you're because you were pumping so often. So you probably were overproducing.
1: Yeah, I was like majorly overproducing. So but then at like three months, I finally had like my point of like, I'm done with this. It's three o'clock in the morning and I'm doing dishes. I'm doing twice as much dishes because I'm doing bottles and I'm doing doing pump perks. And I hate this. I hate,
0: mm-hmm. I,
1: hate I hate being up at three o'clock doing dishes. If like we're gonna practice latching even more. If it doesn't do it, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I'm over it. Like, I'm over being up at 3 o'clock in the morning when my- yeah. I'm like, like in my partner's sleep. Like, yep. it's not, like, this isn't fair. I'm done. Yeah, no kidding. So, and, like, I know there will be people who be, like, oh, why don't you just make Peter get up and do it? Because I still had to get up and pump. Because Yeah, so you're just up. So you're, like. Yeah, so I was, like, well, I might as well just do it. And it was really helpful because, like, I would wash them and I'd let them air dry. And then my mom would sterilize them in the morning before she went to work. So, like, we had a good little routine going.
0: Okay, so would Peter get up to feed the baby though when you were pumping, yeah. or yeah, oh, okay, did okay. up
1: to feed the baby my pumped milk. Okay, so we were all just sleep deprived as fuck.
0: Jeez, no wonder yeah. why you guys were, were we're almost almost on the verge of a fucking breakup. <laughs>
1: yeah, literally, we were sleep deprived as fuck,
0: like literally. But the baby wouldn't get up every, like
1: he would because he surpassed his birth weight. Okay, would, like like let him sleep and we we're like okay. And we were like, cool. So we were letting him sleep. So he'd get up every like well, like every three and a half to four hours. But Peter was sleeping in between and I was still getting up at three o'clock to pump. Yeah. Well, every three every three hours, I mean, to pump. Anyway, at three months, I was like, he needs to latch, or this is like I'm not doing this anymore, anymore. Yeah. And um we started practicing. And I remember I remember the day that he did it and the day that he did it right. We were in Halifax because we had his IWK appointment. And I had him. And I was offering him the boob, and he just took it. Hmm. And I was like, oh, "Holy crap! Holy crap!" And I almost didn't want to move because I was like, "I don't want to break it. I don't want to." Yeah.
0: Break
1: it. it doesn't hurt. It feels like
0: like natural. Like like natural. Yeah. And it's
1: Like holy fuck! Holy fuck! He's doing it, and I'll never forget how happy I was in that moment because it took me so long. Like it was—I I, want to say three months, but it was like two and a half months. Like two and a half months of like adamantly like offering him the breast and he wouldn't take it where he wouldn't like be on it enough. And
0: I was using, like, I just, I like how no one can see you right now, but I like how you're grabbing your boob when you're explaining.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the only. <laughs> <have to> do- <laughs> um, so we, from there on, like I was still trying to incorporate a couple pumps a day. Cause I was still producing so much. And then I was mm. trying to use like the Haka and all that. But like I said, it was so hard for me. So I was already dealing with so much postpartum anxiety postpartum depression, all of that. And I'm not trying to sound discouraging. And I'm not trying to be like breastfeeding made it worse because it didn't. Like I really loved the bond that I f- like was able to have with my baby while I was breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. However, it was very anxiety inducing for me because I was constantly worried he wasn't getting enough.
0: Mm-hmm. I was something not- that is not talked about.
1: <laughs> no. So like I said, I was tracking his feeds. I was tracking. So before... I was tracking how much i was pumping how many ounces i pumped how long i pumped for when i did it whatever all of that stuff once he got off the like once he was off the bottle almost and he was on the boob i was i was timing our breastfeeding sessions i was using the haka and i was like counting how much i made on each side i was like counting his diapers i was doing all of the things because mm-hmm. I was so anxious that he wasn't getting enough that he wasn't that
0: mm-hmm.
1: he wasn't going to gain weight and that he wasn't going to thrive that I wasn't doing enough.
0: Or, did that come or, from anywhere? Like did anyone any doctors or anyone out there kind of like put that in your head or was it just you? It
1: was just me. My okay. every every single appointment I'd had with my doctor he was like Kennedy he's perfect. Mm. He's perfect. He's gaining weight like he was on the upward scale literally pretty much the whole time. Yeah. But I also knew if my supply dropped or whatever, like if anything like that were to happen, that there could be a drop in his weight and that he could start like not doing well, basically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I was getting super obsessive and super um, almost compulsive about breastfeeding. Um, It was affecting how much I wanted to go out because I was like, I can't go out for more than three hours. Yep, I can't go anywhere for long periods of time, even if, Like, even if he did have milk in the fridge and he took a bottle well, but then my boobs would get sore.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So
1: it was like, I'm going home anyway because my boob hurts. Like, so there was a lot of things that came from breastfeeding that were also not good (laughs) for my mental health at the time. Yeah. Um, So it was really hard because I was constantly worried about, like, whether he was getting enough. And the only way that my anxiety eased, was when I would track it. Okay. So I would time our nursing sessions. I would time his diaper, like I logged his diapers. I logged his sleep. I logged all of those things Mm -hmm. because it was the only thing that gave me control in that situation. Mm. But like I said, it was starting to affect how much I wanted to go out, how much I wanted to do anything too.
0: Yeah, it definitely like puts a hurdle in a lot of things like yeah, because especially if you're like when at the start, like when they're feeding often, mm-hmm.
1: like and we didn't feed on schedule, like we fed on demand, like
0: he. So it could literally be like an hour in between feedings.
1: Yeah, it could be an hour. It could be twenty minutes. It could be
0: yeah.
1: It could be ten minutes. That mm-hmm. you know, looking for a boob again. So I was like, okay, and then um, you know, I had a lot of anxiety around bedtime because he was nursing to sleep and. all those things so it was it took a toll on me mentally but it was nice because I had a backup stash of breast milk if I was overwhelmed or if I was tired and he was with his dad or he was with my mom they could feed him still so anyway everything was on like a good track for a little bit and at six months um we went away I was still pumped like I was still occasionally pumping he was so we made it to six months and i was over the moon i was like oh my mm-hmm. god six months like i was so proud of myself and you know because at three months i didn't think we we're gonna at two and a half months i didn't think we were gonna yeah it to three months and then at six months i was like holy shit and then i didn't think we we're gonna make it to a year because you put so much pressure on yourself and then you hear all these things that are like
0: yeah
1: oh the best is uh, you know the best like uh, the best amount of time to breastfeed is a year and like anything beyond that is like people either say it's too much or like you know yeah to two there's benefits and blah blah like
0: yeah there's so many different opinions yeah yeah
1: there's so many different things we hear so i said like i, I at least want to make it to i at least want to make it to a year if i can um so i think it was around seven eight months it was so after that six month, we went we went on our trip i stopped pumping because i was just like it's too much he's not the anyway i have more milk yeah. than i have way more milk than necessary like there's no way that we're gonna go through like 200 ounces of milk yeah he literally only drinks like three or four yeah yeah he's never gonna drink more than that so there was a couple times that peter and my mom were a little reckless with my milk and either defrosted too much or heated up too much so we go bad or oh yeah because well they say once they drink from the bottle like once they drink the like the breast milk that was frozen because like i was doing so much research too yeah yeah so they say when it's frozen once you de it and like warm it up after you warm it up and they drink the bottle it only has an hour after that right and i was like okay, okay. so my mom <laughs> there was one night my mom she thought out i think like seven eight ounces of milk put it all in a bottle heated it up and offered it to him and then he only drank like two ounces, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?"
0: Yeah, it's like gold breast milk. It's like, yeah, don't waste I it. Uh. I literally looked at my, I literally looked at my mom, and I was just like, <gasps>
1: and I looked at Peter, and I said, "You need to deal with this. I cannot deal with this. You need to." Like, yeah, he either needs to drink more of it, or it has to be dumped. And he was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "I need to go. I can't be a part of this right now. Like, I'm very upset." yeah and they tell you not to cry over spilled milk but when it's breast milk well it's allowed yes <laughs> i think when it's breast milk it's different yeah <laughs> um so that was pretty devastating so anyway peter told me at i think seven months that there was only five bags of milk downstairs and i was like what and he was like yeah there's only five milks like only five bags of milk downstairs and i was like are you sure and he was like yeah like i checked like there's only five bags like five like that's only like 15 ounces like what do you like? yeah and he was like or 25 ounces i suck at math holy fuck yeah <laughs> i was like that's only 25 ounces like that's not gonna last him like those like started freaking out and i was super anxious and i went downstairs and sure enough there was only five bags and i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god i was like if you had told me like 20 bags ago i would have yeah. done something thing again And he was like, Well, I didn't know. Like, I thought you were still pumping. I was like, No, I don't pump anymore because he's on the boo. But, like, Mm -hmm. it's nice when you're here because you can, you know, give him a bottle or, like, if I want to, I don't know, like, don't want, if Mm -hmm. I want to night feed or whatever. And he's like, Oh, yeah, like, well it's gonna be fine. And I'm like, it's it's not gonna be fine. That means all the feeds are gonna be on me. Mm-hmm. And then sure enough we ran out and I was like freaking out. So we did like three days where feeding was on solely me. And might I add, he's been at this point he'd been biting me. Oh yeah. He started biting because around seven months he had teeth. Oof and he was like and not enough that he ever drew blood because I always said if he draws blood or laughs at me that's it I'm done (laughs) I said I'm done can't do it so he would bite me I would stop the nursing I'd say no and we'd stop and then we would try again in like 10 minutes yeah so anyway we were at that point and then he was he bit me a couple times and because he was just teething like I know he wasn't yeah yeah. but um, it was it hurt so there was one night I was really upset and I was really overwhelmed and I said I don't know what to do I don't know what to do and Peter suggested that we go get formula Mm -hmm. and at first i said no and he said well kennedy if you can't if you can't feed him there's no milk downstairs like he needs to he needs his milk like he's not eating enough solids right now like yeah he needs milk if you can't give it to him we we're getting him something that he can drink and i was like okay so my mom said i'll watch him we had like i think we had like one bag left and she gave it to him and i said all right we're gonna go down and get formula and we tried the inf- inf- Infamil. Mm-hmm. we tried the Infamil gentle ease because i was like it's gonna upset his belly so like get the gentle one so we tried the ready to feed which was a mistake because it was too thick oh okay anyway we ended up going with good start mm-hmm. and he took the bottle we gave him four ounces he took the bottle he went to bed he stopped crying. <laughs> nope. but I remember how upset I was because mm. I, didn't, I didn't think formula feeding was part of our journey yeah and I remember being so upset and then I couldn't watch my mom give him the bottle of
0: formula mm. I had to walk away oh that's sad
1: yeah because I had such pressure on myself
0: and I yeah it's like bittersweet at that point eh yeah
1: like it was super it was super hard and i i um i had so much pressure on myself that he had to be exclusively breastfed yeah i was yeah it was the worst thing ever if i didn't exclusively breastfeed which obviously yeah
0: isn't fucking true no 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 like it's whatever works for you right like yeah
1: and then but you hear so much like oh breast is best breast is best and then mm-hmm. like, that is best in like, well, you wouldn't say that to a mom who's formula or
0: you, would never, no.
1: you wouldn't say that to a mom who's breastfeeding that fed is best and
0: exactly now, I've just opted to say mental health is best, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's just change it to that like, a mom's <laughs> mental health is best,
1: yeah, literally do what works for you. And if it's there's nothing wrong with combo feeding, there's nothing Mm-mm. wrong with it. um, there's like wrong
0: with ending it. your journey at any point that you just can't do yeah. it anymore,
1: yeah, because the like the mental health aspect of it is so intense, it, it was so intense for me, yeah, um,
0: and the pressure, and like, like you
1: said. said, yeah, the pressure, and like not even from people in my life, just because of stuff I've seen online and yeah pr- like so it's almost like not even like it's like the pressure from social media like you have to breastfeed is like the only way to go and it's like well, you no know, it's
0: glam- it's like glamorized in a way right so yeah
1: but it's not talking about the reality of it like the like how painful it can be and how hard it is and like how mentally mm-hmm. taxing it is and like yeah. people say breastfeeding is free i literally remember someone said that to me and i wanted to punch them in the face because i was like my pump was three hundred dollars
0: yeah exactly and then all the accessories for it <laughs> Accessories for it, the bottles, the fucking storage bags, like yeah, exactly. So if you people, can get it gifted, that's the best thing. Put that on your registry. <laughs> yeah, but it's and also like some people have had to buy like deep freezes for how much milk they have. Well, you got to buy all the storage bags, then you got to buy the wrap to put the pump on if you want to not have to hold the pump to your chest, and then you can buy the portable ones so you're not plugged to the wall and like yeah, like,
1: it's so fucking expensive. So I remember being so mad every time I heard oh breastfeeding's free, and I was like oh you trying
0: yeah. after maybe after you buy all the shit you need then you're not paying for it financially but uh, mentally you're paying
1: for it mentally you're paying for it and i would argue that even like i'm not like not to be like oh like but like formula feeding could be cheaper yeah after everything yeah after everything because what you formula formula feed for a year at least yeah
0: it's just no it's not completely free that's for sure no
1: it's no way you feed your child is free and then also your time and then like your mental
0: (sighs) Well,
1: yeah. Yeah. So we um, we started combo feeding around seven and a half months, and it was it was fine. He did really well. He was sleeping. He was still sleeping normally. He didn't have any like stomach issues or anything. Like he took. He was still doing both. Like we combo fed from seven and a half months, and we did make it to a year of breastfeeding. Yay! Yeah. Towards the end, he was biting quite a bit he was having a really hard time getting his teeth through and he was teething and he was just he wasn't even trying to but at this point like his front teeth were out it didn't really matter (laughs) if he was trying to or not because like if he moved if he clenched his jaw like I could feel his teeth graze my nipple and I was like and then I would start to tense up and then he would start to tense and then it was just so he started weaning himself around in January and we had our last nursing session I think the night like the middle of the night on his birthday
0: oh yeah is that because you wanted it to be the last? No,
1: (laughs) he was just done. Really? Yeah, he didn't stay on. He only latched for a little bit and...
0: Wow, he weaned himself. That's... He weaned himself and... That's crazy. Yeah, because I offered him the boob
1: and I'm actually getting, like, really emotional talking about it.
0: Really? Because now yeah, you're looking right. back like, oh my god. Oh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to go as long as I could and I did and I know that.
0: Yeah. Well, a year is a long time. A year is a
1: very long time and but I the fact like, that you
0: made it that long, right? Like, yeah,
1: I'm like, looking back, I didn't think that I was going to make it to a year and i did so i'm really proud of myself for it
0: uh um, yeah you should it's be. Same time,
1: super fucking bittersweet because like it was like our personal thing right like it was our
0: bond yeah. and it was something that you yeah that was yours but like the fact that he weaned himself yeah. that's like maybe that's something you can have comfort in it wasn't like you were weaning him he was weaning himself like he was like yeah. i'm done like i'm yeah i'm good i'm good mom <laughs> yeah
1: so i do find a little bit more comfort in it because i think if he was like crying for it and looking for it it would have been a lot Ooh, worse
0: yes so Ugh. i'm
1: like grateful that he like uh, and i think that kind of came with like combo feeding and like my supply started to drop like which yeah was hard and um and i dealt with a lot of like depression almost after he
0: like oh yeah yeah i I wonder if like all the hormones too that's like yeah going on when you, yeah. um, when you stop breastfeeding. Like, I, I mean, I don't know because I still am, but like that probably has something to do with it.
1: Yeah, I think it is. Um, like your hormones are starting to come down again or whatever, I don't know if it's like balancing out or what, Yeah. but I was really emotional actually thinking about when he stopped, because like I said, it was like the middle of the night. And, um, he was crying and crying and crying and he latched on and he, he was getting some, and then uh, Peter came in with a bottle and he broke the latch, wrapped the bottle and put it in his mouth.
0: Oh. And
1: I was like, yeah, you're done, baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this is it. Oh, that's yeah. sad. And especially since it was like his birthday or whatever. It's like, oh, what a like a like a crazy kind of milestone, you know, like. Yeah. So I was super, I'm super proud of myself still.
1: And I just it makes me it just makes me sad because like like I said, it was our thing. And then I was like super scared it was going to like affect our bond. And, you know, it didn't help that I went back to work. And like, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's just hi. a
0: lot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I think if um, but, you know, like looking back, I, like, I, I made it a year. I didn't think I was going to make it a year. And I did. So I'm super I am. I am proud of myself. I'm just
0: mm-hmm. you should be sweet cuz yeah but you you did you did what worked for you and for him and you always like put his needs at the forefront right like you made sure that Yep. he was being fed and yeah, you need to take way. care of yourself too and yeah and
1: at the end of it it was like is i think that was the night i looked i thought i kind of thought to myself was like am i doing this for me or am mm. i doing this for
0: him? i was like because
1: if if, if yeah. i'm doing this because i want to breastfeed that's not fair to him if he yeah does-
0: that, that's a good point
1: it's like if he doesn't if he's not looking for the boob if he's if he's you know he's not getting enough or like he's not like if he's like, that's what it is if, if he's not getting what he needs from mm-hmm. the boob, am i doing this for him or am i yeah. doing it for myself it yeah yeah so I had to that day, like I said, that night he he broke the latch and he he chose the bottle. And i yeah. said, well Okay. I said, I said it, "You're done, baby." <laughs> I cried. Yeah, I wow. cried because I, I I missed the moments that I would feed him.
0: <laughs> You're gonna start crying. Again. I'm gonna
1: start crying. <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna cry. What the
0: fuck? <laughs> You're crying more about this than you are about like we not- yeah. talk about our trauma.
1: <laughs> Literally can talk about all the most like literally the most traumatic shit that's ever happened, but like the saddest <laughs> thing for me is that he stopped speaking. Like what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. It's literally like um, we talked about so much shit, like how my relationship yeah. almost fell apart and, like how
0: birth uh, oh and god,
1: birth and everything and it's fucking <laughs> god damn it
0: the breastfeeding
1: breast holy shit
0: oh. well, like you said it's just that bond right in that relationship and it, it was just yours and no one will ever understand it and no. now that it's like the end of like an era you know it's just
1: yeah and i was like you know and peter would always tell me he's like kennedy it's fun like you made it a year you didn't think you were gonna make it a year like you should be proud of yourself and mm-hmm. you know you shouldn't be so sad and i was like like and, and this comes back to like you know i don't think i was ready to stop but he was ready to stop and that's when it kind of came to like okay i'm doing this for me not him and yeah he, like, his needs are more important than yeah. my like, selfish want to like what to what be controlling over
0: exactly yeah it's
1: like no i can't do that to him
0: it's not fair no that's a good so, point
1: yeah so I, once it became about me wanting to breastfeed and not him wanting to breastfeed that's when i was like okay i have to step back from this because also like as sad as I am, I've noticed a really different... Like, I've noticed a significant change in my mental health. I'm not constantly worried he's getting enough. I'm not constantly worried about... Like, and I used to be so crazy about, like, his diapers. Like, I was like, he needs a diaper change every two hours. He needs to have, like, seven. Yeah, he, he has to have at least six diapers a day. Preferably more, because that that mean, that means I know he's getting enough from me and that he's having enough from, like, he's getting what he needs from me or whatever. Now I'm like, okay, we can just... <laughs> <laughs> he just, he could, not that i leave him for like disgusting amounts of time
0: no 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 but i know what you mean you just stop worrying about it yeah i'm
1: not so like anxiously like checking to make sure that he has a soiled diaper or anything like i'm just i'm, I'm a little bit more content and yeah um i'm, I'm kind of glad that i don't have to worry about like oh my god i need to build up like a supply for when you know i go back to work or whatever because like yeah and now he's on whole milk we've transitioned from formula to whole milk and he's doing really well. Um, okay. Yeah, I I actually noticed he's um quite a bit bigger and actually one of the things I, I noticed in December it was before it was before I decided to I, when I kind of realized okay because it was before Christmas break my doctor was kind of worried because he lost weight mm-hmm. and I was like okay um he was on like a steady like I said steady 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 increase like always in like the 70th to like 80th percentile for weight because he's just a big boy yeah the doctor pointed out he lost a pound and like maybe like a pound and a half and he was like that's not that's not normal mm-hmm. at his age like he should still be like on the up swing. Um, and I was like, okay. So then over Christmas break, we increased his formula intake because he was still, he was only having like four, or six, like four to five, five to six ounces because he was still breastfeeding. And that, right. was, that was the first indication that my supply was going down because mm. we were going longer stretches in between feeds. And we were, I wasn't always offering the boo. Like right. we had a bottle and like when we were out, like yeah, I would breastfeed or like when I was home with him, I breastfeed. But like he was biting and he was, mm this so it's I also kind of wonder like because like well like I said like he was biting and stuff so it was getting harder to bre- to breastfeed him because it was like he's like a piranha holy crap
0: yeah <laughs> so bad
1: so I know like even so like even if we had gotten past a year I don't think we would have gotten much further right because he just wasn't getting what he needed so once we increased the formula we went back to the doctors and he said yeah he's he gained two pounds okay there you go and I was like okay maybe <laughs> maybe it's time to increase the formula and, and that's when he started weaning himself off the boob okay yeah it was really
0: yeah. it was really fucking hard <laughs> wow what a journey though
1: yeah full fucking disclosure it's been like three months and i'm sitting here weeping like
0: <laughs> oh well it's still like fresh it's just it just happened basically like with free probably right
1: yeah So it was really hard, but I like I said, try to find comfort in you know making it as far as I did and Mm -hmm. knowing I did my best for him. And I grew a healthy, chunky boy. Everyone always told me how big he was, and I was like,
0: "Well, yeah, you did that. I did.
1: He had those roles at six months because of me." (laughs) (laughs) um, Oh my god! I have to stop crying.
0: What about you? How's it been for you? Well, um oh gosh. So same for me. I um it's funny because before I got pregnant I didn't want to breastfeed. Really? Like, yeah, because Renee didn't. Yeah. Um, so I seen how helpful it was that she just formula fed and like other people could feed um Ava. Uh-huh. Um and like, you know, like when we would have her on the weekends and stuff, like it was, you know, like she could just it was easy for her because she didn't have to like worry about breastfeeding, right? Like yeah. So anyways, I always thought that I was going to do that. And then as I, you know, went to my pregnancy journey and like, um, you know, like my one of my best friends, Vanessa, was breastfeeding and stuff. And I was just like, and learning more about it and researching. I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to try it. So I went into it being like, I'm going to do it for as long as I can.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to aim. I kept saying I'm going to aim for like so many months. So the first one was like, I'm going to aim to like try it. Like if she can, if she latches, um, If it's all good, like, I'll, you know, I'll I'll do it. And then we'll aim for, like, you know, three months. Like, I'll aim, like, three months, three months, you know, like, six months and then nine months. Like, we'll just go, like, with that flow. Mm -hmm. I don't want to put any pressure on myself. I want to, like, you know, um, do as much as I can. Especially, like, they say the first, like, month or two is, like, the best. Because, like, you get to get, like, the colostrum and, like, that fresh, fresh milk and, like... um, All the good stuff. All all the good stuff, yeah. So I was, like, okay, like, I want to do that for her. I want to, you know... No matter how hard it is, like, I'll look back and I'll be like, you know, like, I was able to provide that for her and whatever. So, yeah, when she was born, um, she also latched. I mean, it's all kind of a fog, right? (laughs) Those first days. But, like, I know that probably with a lot of moms, it was just hard finding, like, a good latch and a good position and... Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff. And we had to use like a syringe to get the colostrum out. So Brandon, same thing, like almost same as Junior, what Junior did for you. Like he was up there with the syringe, getting the milk out of my nipple. <laughs> yeah. So we could feed that to Evie and, oh, it was just so much. Like the nurses were showing me what to do. And for them it was like so easy. And they were almost like yelling at me of like how to get her to latch. But I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And like, yeah, you know, so it's just, it's so difficult to navigate when they're just newborns and you because you have mm-hmm. to like position their mouth a certain way and you have yep. to like get a good um, position and their mouth needs to be on your nipple this much and their head needs to look like this and your chin needs to look like that it's like yep. oh my god so, yeah, it so it's just crazy. and like with anxiety right you overthink uh-huh. it so I'm like okay is she in the right position is she <laughs>
1: and I would always say like oh if it hurts you're not doing it right
0: yeah it shouldn't hurt so i'm like well it hurts so i'm like unlatching her and then she freaks out yeah when i take her off and then trying to get her back on again oh my god yeah so yeah like coming home and um trying to figure out breastfeeding on your own too is just like a whole other thing like yeah again like you know because they're learning too yeah you know That's it's true. not like it's not yeah. the most natural thing like no they're they're just come out knowing what to do no. So trying to get her to latch on. And then like you said, like, you know, you're waking them up to feed or um, trying to get them to not fall asleep and yep. they're freaking out because it's not coming fast enough. Mm-hmm. The milk's not coming fast enough and you don't know what to do. And I, you know, I had postpartum anxiety and depression, so that didn't help. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't. So there was a lot of times where I just held her and bawled and she was bawling and I was bawling. Yep. Um, so good thing I had the pump. Like I made sure to have that before. So I had that and I used it like right away. Like I pumped and breastfed and did that whenever I would have like my meltdowns and she just wasn't latching or freaking out and I couldn't, she wasn't getting the milk fast enough. Like Brennan would um, be able to get, you know, the pumped milk Mm -hmm. that I had. So same thing with me, you know, I was pumping or getting up to pump or breastfeeding every so many hours. Um, But she was like, I just found like it was so often, like it was every, oh my God, it was just, it wasn't like stretches. It was just like, all I felt like it was all the time. But I also did the same thing with like, I was tracking how often she was and how much, even when I pumped, I would like track when I pumped and how much I pumped. So I was doing that all the time and like worrying about like how much she was getting. And my anxiety was like through the roof with, with at first because- um, with breastfeeding, you don't know how much your baby is getting. You're just like relying on them gaining weight yeah. or how many diapers they're having. Yeah. Um, and I remember us like, t- I remember talking about this with you mm-hmm. about like my, how my anxiety was so bad because like, I just didn't know how much she was getting. Like, I was like, is she mm-hmm. getting enough? Cause she was like freaking out all the time too and crying. And I don't, I don't know if she's crying because she's still hungry or, it's people say like, well, they're crying either because they're hungry, have a dirty diaper or um, gas gas, or whatever. But it was like, I tried all those things and she's still crying. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, like me and Brendan had like so many conversations about like um, supplementing formula or switching to formula. Cause like, I'm going to do, you know, like we got to do what's best for everybody. Like mm-hmm. whatever works. Right. I need to like be sane and everything as well. But I just kept pushing through. Um, and also I just, the pressure as well from like medical professionals and social media and just like the pressure on myself of like c- comparing myself to everybody. Yeah. Cause you know, everyone around me is breastfeeding. Like I know a lot of people that breastfeed, you were breastfeeding, Vanessa's breastfeeding. I just wanted to look back and like be like, yeah, like I was able to get through that. Like there was just, I put a lot of pressure on myself even though I said I would like do this for as long as I could. It was just like, once mm-hmm. I was doing it, I just like, I don't know, I just couldn't give up. Like I just kept powering through. Yeah. And it was just hard at first with like all the different opinions from like medical professionals I found too. Like I just wasn't trusting my gut and I wasn't like listening to myself. I was like, there's just so many different like opinions coming at me. Like I went to yeah. one doctor and the doctor was like, you need to be waking her up through the night to feed. Like you can't be um waiting. It needs to be like every so many hours. Like you need to be waking her up to feed. And of course – I had like an anxiety attack because I'm like I'm the worst mother, I'm not waking Ooh. her up to feed, and oh my god! So I'm like I left crying and being like, oh I didn't know this, you know, and now I know. So I guess I'll just wake her up and then I go see my nurse practitioner two days later, and she's like, what? What Why are you doing that? Like,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, no, like, what age was what? What age was that at?
0: Like she newborn. was like a newborn, like she was like a couple weeks old.
1: Yeah. They say and, as, long, as long as she didn't drop under her birth weight.
0: Yeah, but, like, the first week it's normal for them to drop. Yeah, the first week. No, the first week Yeah,
1: 100% normal. But as long um, as she's steadily getting. Yeah,
0: after that. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't, but you don't know this, right? Like, No, you don't know it. It's this. your first baby and you're, anyways, so, yeah, my nurse practitioner, thank goodness, was like, no, like, if she's sleeping, she's fine. She, when she's hungry, she will wake up.
1: Yeah.
0: Just like we wake up when we're thirsty or hungry. Yeah. Like, you need to sleep. If baby needs to sleep, let her sleep. If she goes at least four or five hours, okay, yes, maybe wake her up to feed. Like, don't go, like, crazy amount of hours. Yeah, because then you're going to wake up to a cranky baby. Yeah, exactly. But, like, you're doing – you guys are doing fine. Like, you're doing good. Like, you know, don't Mm -hmm. stress out about it. Um, She's gaining weight. Everything's fine. And I'm like, okay. So hearing that was, like, made a world of a difference. I was like, okay, I need to just, like, trust my instincts and – you know, mm-hmm. listen to her cues and stop trying to listen to everybody else and get the opinion from everybody else because there's always gonna be different mm-hmm. you know opinions or whatever. So, yeah, I was still breastfeeding and and pumping. I don't remember like it was funny because I went back and forth. <laughs> so yeah. like it was like a couple of weeks of like just pumping and bread and bottle like feeding her the breast milk. Mm-hmm. and then I would switch and do both, and then I would just do breastfeeding, and then I would, like, it was all over the place. I yeah. went, um, oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm just going to backtrack. When my milk came in, it was, like, maybe three days after she was born. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, like, it's just not talked about. Like, you don't realize the change in your breasts, in how sore your boobs get, how mm-hmm. big they are, how crazy they look in the mirror when you look at yourself. <laughs> like, you're like, yep. what the fuck? Like, we are just, like, oh, veiny and, like, yep. it's so bizarre. Like, it was, like, I thought something was wrong with me. Yeah. I remember when like, Mel
1: came in, I really was, like, what the fuck is wrong with them?
0: Yeah. Like, I'm, like, am I, am I going to explode? Like, yeah. oh, my God. It, it was so cra- I'm, like, babe, come see this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look at my boobs. And he was, like, yeah. And I'm, like, no. <laughs> Why are they
1: like this? Why are they? Because, like- they-
0: like, well, because they were so
1: full, I guess. Like they
0: looked full, yes, they full. Looked,
1: like,
0: they weren't saggy. <laughs> yeah,
1: like they weren't like
0: human boobs that,
1: you know, have a little. Yeah. yeah, but they were like full, like up to here. Yes. I mean, I guess like looking at it, because I have to say, like, I, I do appreciate both genders but like yeah
0: yes i mean i, I guess a nice like
1: full rack it's like cause... a nice <laughs> full rack but like for us it's like fucking painful right so i wasn't looking at them going like damn look at my boobs like i was like these fucking hurt and peter's like he's like yeah but they look nice
0: <laughs> and i'm like fuck <laughs> off don't look at me don't look at me exactly like put this i put my nursing bra back on and i'm yeah. like no you're not allowed to look don't look at them they hurt but at first, I was like, you have to see this. I was like, look yeah. at these veins. Like, they're all just like like going down in my nipple. Like, what the hell? This is so crazy. Isn't that like, weird? You just, you just see your body in this whole like mm-hmm. different light. I'm just like, what is going on? I'm like, so like, are these, what my boobs are going to be from now on, like these just massive cannons, but no, didn't last. So, no, just FYI, they don't yeah. last. They they just get saggy after a while. Yep. yep. They just go back down and deflate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I remember the same thing for me when my milk came in. It was like they were just huge and like the milk yep. needed to come out and she wasn't like getting Some it out. Then. Yeah, so it was like, hey, got to pump this out. And then, oh God, your boobs get so sore when you don't pump. Oh, yeah. Right away. And same thing for me. I couldn't do many things or be out for long because you're I anxious. To pump or, and I got mm-hmm. anxious. I'm anxious about like how she's going to feed. Um, but having that haka was good, and I remember you sending me one as well because the one that I had needed to be replaced or something. Or I needed two, I think. I wanted two yeah. because when I would go out, at least I had the haka to, like, manually yeah. pump because at my wedding, <laughs> um, I was like, how am I going to do this? Like, I'm not going to go in the bathroom and pump. And I wasn't – and she was gone for a bit. She was yeah. with the the babysitter, so I had the haka. As I remember being in the bathroom for, like, 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> Taking out milk. I literally Look pumped the up the mascarase. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah,
1: I did. I had to. We were Take at the out. We left at I think eleven. So I fed him before we left. And my my mom had enough milk because so I was pumping like on the way up and I pumped like the day before and whatever. So he had enough milk to get through like while well, I was gone. I told her, like, you can all like don't give him more than four ounces, he'll be fine, like whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Okay, what well, like it's fine. Um so I was at the NASCAR race I took my manual pump with me and I literally remember like it was like so we got there at like 12 we got in like to the stadium whatever the race started so at this point it's like 3 o'clock and I'm like okay I have to go pump because my boobs hurt like I gotta go and Peter's like well go to the bathroom I'm, like the bathrooms are fucking rank like I'm not going in there to pump that's super mm. unsanitary It's mm. like well like you can't just whip them out right here and I was like makes for good TV <laughs> Like, shut the fuck up i was like i have to pump so i literally went down under the stadium but you know what i didn't think of i didn't think of the laws in new hampshire in like the states because like canada well because like in canada it's like breastfeeding is like mm-hmm. super normalized you're allowed to do it anywhere mm-hmm. i don't know about some states in this, like
0: some states in america what what would There's some laws about not breastfeeding in there public? could
1: be there could be some laws on like breastfeeding and public oh, yeah, There could
0: there could be, yeah. Because it, it could have
1: been considered like <laughs> Oh my god like ex- indecent exposure. <laughs> indecent exposure. So I could have got fucking arrested at the NASCAR race for all I know. So I went under oh, the like god. I went under the stand, like which is just how it was, I guess. That like, there was like tables and stuff under there. So I went and sat at a table and I put like the backpack next to me. So then I just like secretly pulled out my boob and like
0: was pumping. Oh, I up, love it. I can't at it
1: And I brought Peter's Yeti and I put the milk in the yeti. <laughs>
0: You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, you
1: gotta do it. You gotta make it work. That's funny. Yeah, it's
0: just doing it in public is just so it's just so funny. Like there's so many times where I've had to do that. Like same thing on my wedding. We were in the car going to like take some pictures and I took the hawker out and I'm in the passenger seat, like just you know, getting some milk out because my boobs were sore. And then I was like, Oh god, I didn't bring a bottle. I can't store this, so I had to throw it out. Oh my god, I would have (laughs) cried.
1: There were so many times I don't milk and I cried.
0: I was like Babe, can you drink this? I don't want to waste it. <laughs> he was like, no. Uh, but yeah, and I remember one time um, at the IWK, I was gone for a while and I didn't bring anything again. I was mm-hmm. away from Evie and I was pumping it in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> I was squirting it into the sink. Oh, my God. Just to God. relieve
1: yourself, hey, It's
0: painful, Yes, just to and relieve then- yourself. And then like
1: you because it's get then you get scared because you're like, Am I gonna get a clog? Am I gonna get mastitis? Well,
0: I was afraid of that. I was afraid of my supply. There's so many things that you don't know about when you start, you know? And like mm -hmm. again, I had I'm not I don't want to discourage anyone again, but I wanna be real about it. Like Mm -hmm. I was so anxious with breastfeeding. Like I look back and I'm like, What it was it the best thing for me to breastfeed? Um, like I don't think it helped my anxiety at all. It induced it for sure because I was tracking everything. I wasn't sure if she was getting enough. I worried about everything. I researched so much shit. I was asking everyone what was working for yeah. them, and I, I just I went back and forth between not knowing if I should stop. I talked to friends about it. I talked to Brandon about it. I talked to my sister about it, and it was just like a lot, and it was hard. And you know, waking up through the night, having to to breastfeed yep. and pump, and. Um, going back and forth, it was just hard to navigate, and like everyone having these different opinions about um breastfeeding, like I just feel like it's so hammered in that like you should just breastfeed, like especially mm-hmm. like doctors and just everything out there about um breastfeeding is the best thing for your baby, and like you should do it for as long as you can, and I just mm-hmm. felt like I was gonna be a failure if. I stopped you know like it was one yeah. thing again that I was failing at and I was just gonna compare myself to everybody else so I was like no I feel like I was just like proving something to like nobody like myself basically at the end of the yeah. day because who nobody else cares like yeah it's just me <laughs> yeah but
1: I also can't imagine too because like you had a friend you have a friend who was breastfeeding and you had me who was breastfeeding and I was like soup like my my breastfeeding journey like let's just be real was powered by anxiety and like powered by the fact that like I got nothing else my way like my birth didn't go the way that I wanted it to I didn't have the mm-hmm. it. I didn't have a doula like all of the things that I wanted kind of went wrong so like I wanted to breastfeed and I clung to that for like so yeah
0: long. so I can't imagine how yeah I feel like I feel like for you and for me then I am um, it was like a control thing um mm-hmm. I I know that now and also It was something that I could use that nobody else could give her. Yeah. Only I could give her the breast milk and the boob. It was mine and mine alone. So I really hung on to that because again, I was anxious about other people being around her, holding Mm -hmm. her and feeding her. Right. So when we're out, when we would go out places or people would be here, it was one thing I could use to leave the situation.
1: Yeah. And it was kind of like, oh, I get to, re- like, I get to remove me and the baby.
0: Yeah, exactly. I have to remove myself and the baby. And the baby can't, especially when they're, like, in the newborn stage, it's, like, they're not going to be, like, uh, like, run away or crawl away. Like, they're just going to be like, mm-hmm. okay, boob, like, yeah, you know. Um, So, yeah, definitely something I could use to just, like, leave. And if I was having mm-hmm. anxiety, you know, just take her with me. Even if she was just got, got, like, five minutes worth of it. It was, like, yeah. Cause she was cluster feeding hundred percent. She was cluster feeding for a long time. So yeah. When I, I stopped tracking after a while because it was like, it wasn't like every three hours. It was like every hour and a half, every hour, every. So I was like, you know what? There's no point. I'm over this. Like, Yeah, she's feeding okay like I can't keep doing this I'm driving myself crazy um Mm -hmm. but yeah I definitely hung on hung on hung on to it because of the pressure the anxiety it being something I can control and that was mine that no one else could give her and I I mean I am thankful that it got me through like because it is 100% easier when they start eating solids um Mm -hmm. well once you get past that you know like once they're eating more because like we did baby lead weaning and that's a whole other thing that was difficult but like you know it our like breastfeeding went down as she ate more solids so it was mm-hmm. much easier at that point mm-hmm. and like now I think she breastfeeds like four or five times during the day maybe once or twice at night you know so it's not like as much as it used to be and I'm not on myself as much as I was about how much she's getting or how my diapers she has or whatever. Like I don't track that anymore. I just kind of do it on demand. And after a while, um, after I stopped tracking, I just kind of like listened to her cues and my cues and just listened to my gut about it. And I found it was just a more, it was a a better bond that we had and a different experience when you just kind of like listen to yourself and listen to them. And the one thing I did like about breastfeeding exclusively exclusively breastfeeding was I could just do it anywhere <laughs> like yeah. I could just like pull out my boob and breastfeed her like I breastfed her everywhere we would yeah. go on hikes and I would breastfeed her at the top of a mountain we would go yeah. swimming and I would breastfeed her at the beach we would you know what I mean like I would never hide myself like I'm someone who's like fuck you you don't like what you see too bad like yeah, that's on you. Yeah, like I'm feeding my baby. So yeah, I would do it like anywhere and everywhere. But I also um, gave her formula and allowed her to drink from a bottle
1: mm-hmm. whenever
0: I wasn't, if I couldn't be around or I wasn't up to it or whatever. I was like, oh, whatever. Like, give her a bottle. Like, we'll give her formula. So we gave her. Like, I don't remember when we first introduced formula, but it was early on, and she took well to it. Like, she definitely didn't yeah, have no sure. no nipple confusion. Like that wasn't a thing. No. I didn't have a hard time with that at all. So now, like, it's definitely much easier. Um, mm-hmm. We have a good r- routine going, and I find she's it's it's cute to see her like go for it. You know, like to want to breastfeed and to mm-hmm. look to me to feed, and so she'll like shoo away the bottle and just want me. And I'm like, yay! Like, it's yeah. nice to have that that bond with her, but sometimes it's nice to like have that time away as well for just like yeah. when I need a break away from her to be like, just go to a different room, Brandon or Renee or whoever, like just give her the bottle, give her some formula. Yeah. Like I just need some time need away from her. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. In a minute. Like.
1: Yeah. And not necessarily from her, but like just in general, like you need a
0: minute yeah. to just
1: be by yourself.
0: Like, well, sometimes talking. I, sometimes I do need a break from her because she's at my yeah. feet all the time and whining yeah, for way. me. Yeah. i like, I just yeah i'm like i can't like just can you just take her and feed her like i've oh like i've had enough of her today
1: (laughs) yeah so she's still
0: so yeah so um she's still breastfeeding um not exclusively though like we're obviously feeding her solids and stuff but like she we have a good routine going where we give her a bottle of formula before bed Mm -hmm. um so brandon gets that time with her um that's
1: nice yeah so and you get that time with her all day like nursing
0: right exactly I do it all day so he gets that time at night he has a good thing going with her where he gives her a bath and feeds her yeah and stuff so we feed her a bottle and then I nurse her to sleep Mm -hmm. she just like will nurse a little bit and goes to sleep and then I nurse her in the night when she wakes up but sometimes like Brandon will get her a bottle if I'm just like like, there's been a couple of nights lately. I think she might be teething. Something's up with her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyways, um, where she's just not having it and not wanting to sleep and not going yeah. down, where it's usually not a problem. So, he's been, like, feeding her. And whenever I want to sleep in in the morning, he feeds her a bottle. Yeah. So, there's sometimes I go stretches without breastfeeding. So, like, I'm kind of, like, lately I've been thinking about it, like, if it's affecting my supply or You know, because I don't get any kind of like engorgement, and I don't. Sometimes I do. Sometimes, like, I get a little bit of pain, and I can feel, I feel it, but it's just hard to tell, right? Because she's feeding less now because she's eating solids, and it's like all over the place with formula. So, like, I think it's. I don't know. This point too, right?
1: Where they where they are eating more solid food, it's natural for them to kind of start leaning off to go to like a morning feed and a night feed, and like maybe a feed yeah or after nap time so it's it's kind nice of just adjusting to what she wants right
0: exactly it's kind of like on demand and it's 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 kind of up to her like sometimes she will just want to do it for bonding I find like mm-hmm. when we're both in the shower sometimes or the bath she just wants to like she, she she goes for it or there's just times where she just wants it for comfort so we kind of just do whatever is natural to her and yeah she's almost like 11 months so I mean like she's getting to the point of like knowing yeah knowing what's what's what right so yeah um, so how are you feeling about your journey now yeah so like I what I think what got me through is again I would like tell myself I'm gonna do it for as long as I can okay I'm gonna do it three months okay I got past three months okay six months okay did it for six months okay nine months okay nine months I'm gonna try to do it for a year <laughs> so <laughs> we're almost at the year mark yeah I feel like I'm I'm in a good place with it. Like, I don't look at it negatively. I don't look at it as a burden where at first it was almost like a burden to me. Like, mm-hmm. I was struggling because like, I don't know, I wanted such a big part of me, like wanted to get through it. Like it was just, I was putting so much pressure on myself, but also I knew that it was so good for her too, right? Like mm-hmm. all the nutrients that she gets from and the benefits that we both get from it. And it definitely kept me healthier too but also not in a way like I look back now and um, I don't think I was putting my needs first. Like I lost a lot of weight. I went down really fast. Like I was close to like hundred pounds and everyone was noticing around me that I wasn't, that I wasn't, you know, looking too good. And because I was, you know, breastfeeding so much, um, everything was going to her. And because you're so busy, you forget to eat. <laughs> yeah. That was tough. And then sleep deprivation and all that stuff. So like, it was really, It was really tough for a while but lately it's been better where yeah it's not much of like a burden and um i enjoy it yeah and we're kind of just like used to it you know it's just kind of part of what we do and um i can't i don't know how i'm gonna stop like i want to aim again for a year but because it's not hasn't been an issue like she hasn't started teething she has she doesn't have any teeth yeah So I haven't felt that yet. Right. So like, she Mm -hmm. has bit me with like her gums a few times and I'm like, Ooh, okay. No, thanks. Um, Yeah. She's she's like pinched my boob and stuff, but like uh, it hasn't gotten to that point yet. Yeah. She seems to be more getting attached to breastfeeding. Like she goes for it and all that stuff. So like, I feel like it's going to be, I don't know how or when I'm going to stop. I haven't Mm -hmm. thought about that yet. Like I, well, before, you know, I told myself I would do it until a year. I was like, a year is my cutoff. Yeah. Um, but it's not like a reality, right? Like once you get into it, it's like. Yeah. It's it's hard to stop. And like yeah. you said, it was so hard for you. It was emotional and he didn't wean himself. Maybe it would have been even harder to stop, right? Like. Yeah, I don't think I would have stopped. If he didn't wean himself, I would still. Yeah. And it would probably be challenging. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know when or how or how, what that's going to look like um mm-hmm. i mean i am afraid about everyone's like opinions about it if i continue after a year you know but has I, opinions. Guess, I know but i guess we'll just go with the flow and yeah. she'll be starting day, daycare and all that so like she's not going to be getting you know she's not going to be nursing throughout the day it's just going to be like in the evening and at night so that's going to be a transition and anyway i guess we'll just have to Played by ear but yeah I'm just I am thankful that I was able to get through it um and that I'm mm-hmm. you know I'm able to provide that for her like it's a beautiful yeah. thing that we can feed our babies essentially like that's yeah that's um, like, astonishing to me that like we can provide that for another human you know that yeah we can nurse our just, babies for
1: that well
0: yeah it's so crazy but I definitely will say for anyone out there that is like in the thick of it and like contemplating, you know, if like they should stop or continue with it because, you know, like, well, everyone else can do it. So should I, or. Yeah. comparing yourself or whatever. But like, if, yeah, just, just like listen to your gut and what's best for you. And if you feel like your mental health is, you know, at stake because of it, you just got to put yourself first. Like sometimes I look back and like, I don't know. I don't know if I would have done it differently. I'm not sure, but. I might have, you know? I don't know. Because like yeah, they, I said, I, I, I was I was struggling. Like, I was... Oof. It was... I... Yeah.
1: Yeah, they say hindsight's 20-20, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's lots of nights of crying and just, like, handing her to Brandon and, like, having to just storm away and, like, almost wanting to scream. Yeah. Because I just... A lot of frustration, right? A lot of frustration. Sure. I, it's just a lot. And it's a lot on us because we're the ones providing it. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's only us that can give them that that right like what are you gonna do at the middle of the night like if you don't have any stored breast milk or any formula it's like it's just a lot of it's a lot so yeah it's just a lot of pressure and from everybody else and everyone has you know questions and and suggestions and opinions and anyways I mean it's been a journey Mm -hmm. it's but I just think like whatever works you know is what works for you like yeah. I'm, I don't like seeing the stigma of like, you know, that everyone should be breastfeeding and doing what it, you know, doing whatever it takes to breastfeed their babies. Cause that, that's the best thing for their babies. It's like, no, the best thing for your baby is a healthy mom. Yes. That's it. I mean.
1: Point blank period. That's the end. Of the yeah.
0: That, that's all I can say on it.
1: <laughs> like, you know, Literally, yeah. Like looking back, I wish that there had been more, um, like media about like this, like this topic in general, like, You know, you see a lot of stuff of like breast is best, and then it's like, well, no, fed is best. But it's like, oh, well, you wouldn't say that to a breastfeeding mom. You're being an asshole because (laughs) you're just saying, oh, well, you know, fed is best.
0: When they're formula feeding, you mean? Yeah.
1: So when they're formula feeding, when you tell a formula, like a mom who formula feeds, oh, well, fed is best, that's so fucking
0: condescending. It's, I was just going to say that sounds so condescending. Like it's just like, okay, you're almost like belittling me. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like
1: you're belittling me, but you wouldn't say that to a mom who's exclusively breastfeeding.
0: A mom that's that's this exclusively breastfeeding, you're probably like, "Oh my god, that's so amazing! Oh my like, god, that's oh. so
1: amazing! You're doing so well." Yeah. And like also, though, like, you don't even look at how the breastfeeding journey could have affected that mom.
0: You're not asking how their what journey she, is going. Like, yeah,
1: you're just seeing what she's doing, and you're like, "Yeah, that's great," but you don't know yeah, how yeah. much blood, sweat, and tears went into that breastfeeding journey you know like it's so it's so hard and I wish that there was like less stigma about combo feeding and like yeah like all this stuff because like when I was you know fresh in my you know my breastfeeding journey I was really like well if I don't if he's not on the boob then I'm not breastfeeding and then I remember you sent me a video because we had talked about it because you asked me how breastfeeding was going it was like oh pumping is breastfeeding combo like whatever you're doing like if you're you know, there's, like, a system you can do where you're, like, offering breast milk through a tube. Like, if mm-hmm. your baby is drinking breast milk, you are breastfeeding.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not just on the boob. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, there's other ways of it existing. Yeah. Um, like, but also, like, combo feeding is okay. There's nothing wrong with combo feeding. So, I wish that there had been, like, so much more, um, like, content when I had started. Like, I wish I had known how much it was going to affect my mental health. I wish I had known how Mm. taxing that it was and i wish yeah you know and like i you know i did the baby classes like they were telling me like oh yeah you have to like hold your boob like a taco and like (laughs) like a burger and like shove it like shove your nipple like so far on their mouth and you know what i was letting the nurses manhandle me
0: oh i know same
1: they were were, like taking my boob i'm still fucking i'm still demonstrating yeah (laughs) listening this long But like I was letting the nurse like shove my boob in the baby. Because you're like,
0: well, I don't know, like I'm obviously do doing it wrong, so so you do it. But like,
1: yeah. So like, yeah. He me, showed me how to do it, and then like, I remember, I, <laughs> I remember I had a nurse, and she was like, "Well, you got the equipment for it. Like you, you can do this." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like meaning I had big enough boobs.
0: Oh, oh my god. As if
1: any role. But like, like, that's not, not
0: <sighs> that's not a sign of how much K. It's not a sign of how much milk you have either, FYI. No, it's not of boob size. Like people say, like, oh, like bigger boobs, like they must have a lot of milk, or like, no, that's it, not like nope, not relevant. It's not at all. Because I'm pretty sure we were both producing the same amount of milk when we would pump and my I have like itty bitty titties and you got big old honkers. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, a it's a
1: fucking problem. Like and like and I don't know if she means, like, oh, she meant, like, oh, because of, like, this, like,
0: surface area. I, I don't fucking know. But, like. I don't know. Anyways, it, there but there has to be more time, I think, with, like, moms or, like, even prior in a, during the, like, prenatal appointments on breastfeeding. Because I had one appointment about breastfeeding and, like, showing me how to, like, latch and all that stuff. I, I didn't fucking remember any of that when she came out of me.
1: Oh, well, like, you just
0: had a fucking traumatic ass birth. Why the fuck? No, are like, I all of that went out the door. Like, they should have took, yeah. like, that lactation consultant should have been there, like, sooner. Like, I think that's something that should probably be, should happen because, well, like, when, I think I only saw mine. I don't remember. If I don't was, even like, think I saw one. No, I just like, had they, they didn't something. come see you that, that day nope. or the next day?
1: Nope. I was in labor and delivery, and then I was in mom and baby, and I did not see a lactation consultant once.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. I just had
1: nurses shoving my boob in the baby's mouth, <laughs> and then I was pumping because I had to because he was not producing enough, and I was getting mm-hmm. so much colostrum. They were like, "Well, if you pumped, you could probably get a bunch." And I did mm-hmm. get a bunch for colostrum, especially. I was getting like, I got like an ounce and a half of colostrum. Like oh, I had, nice. a, I had like, I was like majorly overproducing, like from the get go.
0: And, but that's not even,
1: that's not even like a determination of how much you're going to produce in three months. No, no, it's not. Just because like from the get go, you're producing like crazy. Oh yeah. Unless you're keeping up with it, then yeah. But like,
0: yeah.
1: Anyway, that's a whole other, that's a whole other topic. Like we already kind of discussed. Yeah. But but, but, but like I said, it became so obsessive for me. Like I had to pump every three hours because I couldn't lose that supply, but it took me a long time and anyway the, but like i said there was no lactation consultant that ever came to me in the baby unit that was like yep yeah, this is how you do it this is how you hmm. do it." right i just had the nurses that were on the floor coming in and showing me how to do it and then i had my okay. follow-up appointment at the baby clinic that they have at the hospital and they were like yeah everything's going great like they didn't even think to have a lactation consultant come in she uh-huh. the nurse measured my nipple and was like here's a nipple shield that's what like this should help it stop
0: hurting there you go be on your way wow wow I mean I am thankful that I seen a lactation consultant like you see one a week after like she Mm -hmm. called me and made an appointment and I've talked about her before actually so I went to go see her and I told her about all my anxieties about like about her latch and, like, how much she's getting. And I had, like, a zillion questions. (laughs) Um, And she was just so helpful but reassuring me that I was doing good. Like, I was, you know, a good mom and doing the, you know, I'm doing fine. And she watched me. She came up and watched me put her on the boob. And she was like, look at you. Like, you did it. Like, that's exactly how you you do it. And that's fine. And she's getting – yeah, she's on on the nipple. And she's – if you see her, uh, I think, what, like, their jaw. yeah moving and the, the swallowing or whatever she's like yeah. it's it's all good so I'm like oh that's it like okay I I'm doing I'm doing it okay yeah and um she gave me or someone gave me a method like at first when you're when you first start of like say you um ended on like the right boo so you start mm-hmm. on that um, one it's like one one two or one one like you know what I mean you do it's like if I ended on the right I start on the right and then I burp her and then go to the left because like the first bit that comes out is, sh- is, like, sugary, and then the second part is, like, the fat oh. content of, like, what you okay. need. So they were always, like, if you ended on whatever boob you ended on, start on that one.
1: See, I didn't even know that. I was doing – No? But to be fair, he was nursing for, like, 15 minutes. Oh. He like he, and i he wasn't nursing at that age. At that okay. age, he was getting a, like, he was getting the bottle, and I could see the fat content in the milk. Yeah. So
0: You made sure, yeah. So, because I was like, how do I know? Like, yeah, you don't know how much they're getting, if they're getting enough. So she's like, just do that. Like, whatever side you finish on, start on that one. Once they let go to like burp, switch on the other one and yeah,
1: whatever. So, yeah, it wasn't because where he wasn't even nursing at that
0: point, right? But it was like two and a half months
1: that we were like fully on the boob and he was doing like, I was doing like, and like, no one told me that like, I was always trying to like do like the typical hold, like you just hold them like how you would like pretend to hold a baby, like like cr- cradle hold or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. cradle hold or whatever, whatever. As Tara mentioned, I am bigger chested, <laughs> and that method did not work for me because I was also scared that I was smothering my baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So I oh. couldn't figure out the hold. Cause he like, cause obviously like you're lifting your boob and like putting it in, the, like putting it in the baby's mouth, and then like I would hold, like I would, I'd be holding my boob and the baby, so uh. this wasn't working. So he wasn't getting a good latch that way. So I never even thought that I should change my hold. Mm. And like I was, I had tried side lying. He didn't like it. And even in the hospital, like for the first, like in the first, the first couple times, I was trying to do a football hold. He didn't like it either. But at two and a half months, when he finally was latching, his best. Breastfeeding position was the football hold because his mouth. Oh, yeah. He was still able to breathe. <laughs> well, there
0: smiling. you go. <laughs> I wasn't sputtering. Well, like, Oops, man, there. Well, hard. I tried that uh, that position a few times, and it would it would work, but then I was just like not. I just wasn't comfortable. I didn't like it. Yeah. Like it was just like weird, and I had like my nursing pillow, and I would try. I would had my I had, I would position myself, I'd like, get myself all ready, have the nursing pillow, and then whatever, put her on. I did And I was just like, this is not comfy. So I like took, I took away the nursing pillow, honestly, after a while. And I just yeah. would like hold her however way, whatever way was comfy. That she so latched. I literally
1: was like, I went into a rabbit hole because he, like I said, he wasn't latching. And I went into a rabbit hole of like, how can I make this work? Like, how can I make him latch? And I looked up like pillows that would help. And I for however, I can't even remember how I stumbled upon it, but I stumbled upon a pillow, a breastfeeding pillow called My Breast Friend. Mm-hmm. It literally, it's like, it's not soft like a pillow. It's literally like mm-hmm. a shelf. It lines up, like when you put it on, you're supposed to, like, the, you put it on, like, right on your waist, and it will position the baby in the exact position that they should be in to get an ideal latch on your boob. Wow. And that pillow was a, Fucking game changer.
0: Yeah, I remember you asking if I had a breast, p- uh, a nursing pillow, and if I wanted yours because when you stopped. Yeah, and I was like, no, I'm not even using one at all. So like, but you were telling me how good it it was for you.
1: It was fucking game
0: changing. Like, literally,
1: was like it, and it strapped around you. So like, I found like, like it would stra- it would strap around your fucking waist. I looked like a lunatic half the time because I had sometimes I would just leave it strapped on while I walked around. I don't know how that like. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, it would strap onto you and it would sit like I said sit exactly where you needed it to sit and then when you put the baby like on the on the pillow he would he could latch like I don't know like that pillow was magic for me so if anyone listening is like post like or like pre-baby like during your pregnancy and you're Mm -hmm. looking at breastfeeding pillows get the my breast friend it legitimately it changed the game for me
0: lifesaver yeah I I think the recommendations I would for what helped me was um, I had the Medela. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Medela pump. Um, but I mean, I also had to get the bottles and nipples with it. And then I had to get. <laughs> it only came with like the accessories of like the pump itself or whatever, and like the nipple shields. I had to get like a wrap where it's like um a pumping bra. Yeah, it's kind of like a pumping bra. So I had that that I could zip up in the front and then the pumps would go on both. And then I could just like at least not have to hold um, the bottles into place or whatever. Like I could just kind of sit there and like watch TV or go on my phone or whatever. But being mm-hmm. plugged into the wall was not fun. Um, no. I was looking into getting a portable one if I was going to continue with it, but I, I didn't. Yeah. And then, yeah, the Haka was nice because when, especially at first when you're like producing a lot and they're nursing – if you don't want to like waste some milk, having the hawker on the other boob, um, yeah, while you nurse was
1: so helpful. While you nurse,
0: yeah, and then you get to like store mm-hmm. uh, some of that. But I don't, I don't know. I I didn't find the nursing pillow was helpful. Like I like I said, I I tried it for a bit, but it was just like uncomfortable. Well, the one I had anyway, I got on Amazon. It was I forget what it was called. It's just like the standard one, like the yeah popular one. But we also use Good Start. Like we. I think we tried Infamil, but she didn't like it or was messing with her stomach or something. I don't remember. Yeah. So we went to Good Start because everyone was saying Good Start was like the best. Like I had a lot of people saying that um, that tried formula. My nurse practitioner gave us to, some to try, and we gave it to her, and she seemed to to like yeah. it. She drank, drank it all. So I was like, okay. So we've just been like sticking with that. But I'm I'm thankful that we are breastfeeding almost like all like exclusively because it's so sad to see the shelves empty. Like, I think yeah. like I said, I'm only, I'm only bottle, we're only using formula once or twice a day maybe. And we had to go get some today and like, we could barely find any, like we had to get a different kind of good start. We got like the plant-based one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's just like, they're empty. There's, well, anyway, for good start, there wasn't much infamil either. But yeah, yeah. so for, you know, the moms and our families that are, Formula feeding, oh. Yeah it's, just, it you. yeah, it's just, it's it's crazy how limited it is and the prices of formula, like just to feed our babies, we have to, the amount that we have to pay. Yeah, it's crazy. Their, it's just nuts, but anyways, and grape water. Yes. Has been a lifesaver, especially when we would like switch different formulas and like you don't know if that's messing with their tummy and like if yeah. you ate something that is upsetting them from the breast milk <laughs> yeah um i found like when we'd give her gripe water that was like yeah yeah that was the best we, we got a we we bought a bottle warmer on amazon and it was helpful but after a while we're like i, stopped oh, using mine. I we stopped using it because we just overheat we're like whatever we're just gonna run it under some hot water <laughs> yeah like- i got
1: so annoyed with
0: the fucking bottle warmer i think we used it for like a couple like we used it for like a month and then i
1: was like fuck this thing i hate it I was like, I'm just using hot water. I literally left the. I would. It was. It just pissed me off, and I, I don't. I don't recommend them because. No, it's just a waste of money. Like. Yeah, the hot water does it just as good because I would find it would overheat the bottle. It would. overheat I'm yeah. having to put the milk in the like the fridge for a few minutes
0: to like yeah. cool it down. Which, oh, like- and it just—it's just so funny to think of like how society profits off of like so many different things, like when it comes mm-hmm. to like our babies like in terms of what you need you know for to feed our babies like all the accessories and all this and all that and what works best uh anyways it's just just listen yeah. to your gut and you know like follow your instincts and um do your, i guess do your, do your your thorough research like don't just listen to one opinion get many get many yeah if you have
1: a friend Who's like in their breastfeeding journey? Ask them all the questions. Oh my if God! Comfortable with it?
0: Yes, because you just learn a lot from like reaching out to someone else and like comparing—not comparing, but like kind of going back and forth of like what's working and what's not working—and just getting that validation and because mm-hmm. it's hard. Like people
1: don't people don't talk about that nearly enough. People are so quick to say like, "Oh, like you know," like we said before, like they're so quick to praise you for breastfeeding, but like not recognize how taxing it can be and
0: like how hard it is and how challenging it can be and how alone it can feel again like
1: did you ever get like unsolicited like opinions or advice from people about like your breastfeeding journey
0: yeah um i did get some different some weird things from different people like um i feel like it was like uh what's the word i'm looking for dated yeah the dated unsolicited advice where i'm like no that's not a thing anymore like we're 2023 there's you know there's more research more Mm science-based evidence of like that that's not something (laughs) you know like yep and i'm and and also i'm just gonna do what i think is best thank you bye (laughs) yeah i think there was a couple times like i
1: said i had i think i'd mentioned this before i had a couple comments Mm -hmm. and opinions that i should be giving him because at you know a certain point he was pump like I was pumping and he was bottle feeding and I remember I received some opinion that he should <laughs> he should be getting cereal in his bottle to make him sleep through the night
0: uh I did get that as well I did get some um opinions about giving cereal or starting cereal early so that they would sleep through the night yeah i've I've heard that yeah and I remember like I would say for like ever because i was like no like he's
1: getting enough from my boob whatever and i would just say that whatever and then i remember like i finally asked my doctor i was like are you like at all concerned about my son's weight like is there anything i should be doing should i be supplementing should i be doing something should i be giving him cereal in his bottle at night and my doctor was literally like why the fuck did you just ask me that he didn't say fuck (laughs) he was like why would you ask that he's like we literally do not recommend that you put cereal in their bottle at night because it's a severe choking hazard oh my
0: god sorry i didn't hear hear you said at first Cereal in the bottle, yeah. Cereal in the bottle. Okay, I, no one do that. <laughs> I literally was like, "Are you what?"
1: I, and I'm like, I was like, "He was like, yeah, no, we don't recommend that because like it's a severe choking hazard." And he said, Ugh. "Like, I don't even recommend giving cereal before six months, like unless yeah. you're absolutely ready for food."
0: Like, yeah, there's there's signs of being ready, and talk to your doctor about that. But like, yeah, don't trust. And there, no, but that's also a myth of like. Giving them cereal at night will help them sleep through the night. Like, like no, it won't. No, I mean they wake up because I need to wake up. They wake up for so many different re- reasons. And if think- you want, if you want to feed your baby at night because if if they need to or you think they need to, like that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. you know your baby.
1: Yeah, I literally remember. So after the conversation with my doctor, I kept getting that opinion. I remember I would just shut it down with everybody, and I was like, nope. I talked to my doctor about how we're gonna how I'm feeding my son. I'm happy with how I'm feeding my son. I'm not doing anything else right now. Um, He's not going to have solids until he's six months old. He's Mm -hmm. doing great how it is. Like, please stop. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Just uh, Everyone just feels like they need to, like, give their kind of their advice. And, like, I guess, again, some of it's dated. Some of it could have been something they heard or worked for them. That just doesn't work for us, right? So Mm -hmm. if I don't ask, like thanks but no thanks
1: yeah i think i also got like a lot of unsolicited like actually like i think all judgment is unsolicited Mm. i also got some judgment because i was breastfeeding
0: well i feel like there's a lot of judgment around like people think that we breastfeed to like comfort or like we're giving them the boob when they don't need it we're responding with the breast and that's gonna like create Attachment, and they're going to be needy, and they're going to be too attached, and they need to grow independence. If you continue to breastfeed for too long, they're not going to be independent. And I want—I'm like, okay. First of all, shut the fuck up. Second of all, yeah, I like my do, Evie. She's so wild. Like, yeah, she doesn't want any help from me. I don't know. I—I I haven't told you this, but she's walking. I know. I seen the video. She's not. Yeah, but she's no. She's not crawling anymore. Oh, she's just straight walking. She's straight walking. Oh my gosh, she is gone. Like she's like, bye, mom. Like I'm going to do know? my thing now. <laughs> like she plays on her own. She, you know what I mean. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, and I've I've breastfed the whole time. Yeah. So, and I respond to her sometimes with the boob if she wants to be comforted, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, like I'm not creating a two attached quotations baby and even if i do like it's not your business
1: (laughs) yeah it's not because that's what you're comfortable with and you're gonna do what's right for her because you're her mother and in the same sentence i'm gonna do what's right for me and my baby and what's right for my son so like why do you think you know our babies better than we do
0: yeah it's
1: anyways so (laughs) so frustrating so (laughs) i received so much judgment and like so many like unsolicited opinions about like breastfeeding and like how long i was planning to go for and then you know, not to, I don't want to give specifics, obviously, because, like, it's, it was just very broad all around, like, you know, like, I, I love to throw my mom under the bus, but, like, my mom didn't breastfeed, so she didn't understand it either, but she wasn't being, like, judgmental or anything, she just genuinely didn't understand, so, like, mm-hmm. she was never doing something, like, or never saying anything to be, like, judgy, but, like, she just didn't right. get it, right, like, she didn't understand. She didn't get it, yeah. Yeah, and, um, and then, like, from other people, like, I, got I like, and from other people who didn't breastfeed, like, I got a lot of, like, kind of, like, opinions. Yeah,
0: of, well, it could just be because they're maybe, you know, they're sad that they didn't get to do that, mm-hmm. and, or it didn't work for them, and part mm-hmm. of them is just, you know, like, lashing out because they feel some type of way, but, like, that's mm-hmm. not my, like, thing to carry, you know, like. Yeah, not my problem. Yeah, and. Yeah not everybody needs to have that moment of like feeding my baby. Like um, I don't need anyone to make me feel guilty that like I need to be feeling, feeding them a bottle because everyone should have that moment of feeding my baby. Like, no, you don't, not you entitled don't need to have, it, yeah. yeah, you're not entitled to that either. Like if you get to feed her, like, okay, it's to help. It's probably to help me. Like uh-huh. not because yeah, I'm like giving because- you some, some kind of like privilege. Like,
1: I, I had a really hard time dealing with like people offering their like, unsolicited advice on how I, uh, how I should feed my son and what I should be doing and how I should be doing it. And I remember I would just tell people, no, I'm doing what works for me and I'm doing what I think is best for
0: my baby. And that's it. Yeah. That's the end of it. That's like the best advice that we could give, basically. Just do what works for you.
1: Yeah. And even if that is, if that's breastfeeding, if that's combo feeding, if that's formula feeding, you literally need to take care of you. Because the baby mm-hmm. will thrive regardless of how you feed them, and they deserve a healthy mom.
0: And this is one thing my lactation consultant told me that I say all the time. Um, she's like, "If I breastfeed my baby exclusively, and you formula feed your baby, in two years we're both gonna end up at McDonald's feeding our baby a Happy Meal. So who the fuck cares?" Like,
1: yep, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, Yeah, literally, it doesn't
0: matter. They're both gonna get the same. Types of like nutrients or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're both gonna thrive the way they need they need to. Like some babies are just small, some babies are bigger. Like it, you know, it's yeah, it's yeah. different. All babies are different, and that's the beauty of it too. Like all babies are different,
1: all moms are different, all journeys are different, and you can't compare yourself just because breastfeeding worked for me till a year. It might work for Tara to a year and a
0: half to two years. Yeah, but like you know? in that also um it may look like it's you know there's not yeah it's working for me but in that I am struggling sometimes like it's not all rainbows and butterflies right like there is there's there's hard times with it like so it ain't it ain't easy it isn't
1: easy but it and it's also like important to recognize that for yourself and like what your limits are so don't don't push yourself to do something if it's not like, I don't want to say if it's fulfilling to you because then it comes back to like what I kind of said about.
0: Yeah. It,
1: but like, it has to like, as long as you're both enjoying it,
0: that's yeah. great. Yeah, exactly. At and the then end of the day. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But like, if you're having those moments of frustration that you were like that Tara and I both had in the, those very initial early stages and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, not even the early stages. I had some hard times even when he was seven months and there yeah. were so many points that I was like, can I keep doing this? Can I keep doing this? Yeah. And I, kept, I kept going just because we're stubborn because <laughs> we're stubborn and i wanted to yeah um, but if if it's too hard it's too hard and that's okay that's okay yeah there's nothing wrong with introducing formula there's nothing wrong with formula feeding your baby from the start there's nothing wrong with how you choose to feed your baby because it's important to put yourself in your mental health first and i wish i had known that
0: yeah i love that i love just ending on that note
1: like yeah i think that's a really good place to end
0: Yeah, so thanks everyone for listening along and we hope you were able to take something out of this. Um, Hopefully us sharing like our journeys with everybody, you know, resonates and helps just, you know, even one person.
1: Yeah, I really hope that there was something valuable that you took away from this conversation. Like we've mentioned a thousand times, we are always going to be real and raw about our opinions and what worked for us and what Mm -hmm. didn't. Um, Mm -hmm. So if there's anything that you've are able to take from this please
0: just run with it and do yeah do do what works for you boo
1: yeah always always like like we said uh babies deserve a healthy mama and if that means yeah whatever that means for you actually not even
0: yeah yeah exactly whatever it means for you there's whatever we, we we can't define that for you so yeah
1: yeah whatever it means for you baby deserves a healthy mom
0: yeah. So next week, um, I think what our topic will be. It just seems fitting that we get into sleep, baby sleep. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> um,
0: so <laughs> I guess like all things sleep. So not just like baby sleep, but lack of sleep.
1: <laughs> yes. We're going to talk about all of it.
0: All of it. All the all the all the the, the nitty gritty and in between. Uh. Yes. Uh, so uh, stay tuned for that. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> And that's all for this episode of Mamas with Trauma and Unpopular Opinions. Thank you for listening. Find us here again next week at 6 p.m. on Apple Music or Spotify. And be sure to be following our social media pages on Instagram at Mamas with Trauma Podcast and on Facebook at Mamas with Trauma and Unpopular Opinions.
1: you.